Thank you for listening to the Take It With You episode 36 podcast entitled Boxing. The American Dream and Whatnot, set in Boston in which way? Loosely based on the acting of Mark Wahlberg. So uh, we couldn't do this show without our amazing sponsors. So thank you so much to Duluth Coffee Company, uh, Sir Benedict's Tavern on the Lake, Beaner's Central Coffee House, uh, Buzz Frenzy, The Vista Fleet, Zeitgeist Center for the Arts, Chester Creek Dental, and of course, our grade A awesome, wonderful season sponsor, Bent Paddle Brewing Company. They've been supporting us as well as other arts organizations in Duluth uh, for a long time, as well as making delicious, delicious beer. So please uh, crack open a delicious Bent Paddle Brewing Company beer and uh, enjoy this show. Um, there is, <laughs> there is some adult language in this, so uh, you should probably, as always, listen with a friend. At a bar named O'Connell's or whatnot, located in Boston or which way? All right, so me and Sammy, we're out on the boat, and he's just gugging hard on this bottle of port. I hear that you gotta guggin' some pot when you're on a boat. Fucking right you do. So anyway, like I was saying, Tommy's just gugging on this bottle of port. And I mean, we're both getting a little port drunk. And then out of nowhere, 20 yards out, we see this baby wheel. No! Fucking breaches out of the water, and Tommy's so excited about it, he just throws the bottle in the ocean. A classic Tommy. Yeah, well, next thing we know, boat rolls up on us hard. Turns out it's a fucking cop boat. Oh. Issues us a ticket for $500 for throwing a bottle of port in the international waters. Well, those bastards. Yeah, well, it gets even better, because the cop... Yeah? It was Nicky Little Dicky O'Doyle. No! We convinced him that his ma was trapped under a car so we could get him out of his house, and then we went and stole his Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that was wicked awesome. Yeah, so then Tommy just loses it, because he's all port drunk, and he just starts laying into it. Yeah, Tommy's got a big fucking mouth. Always has. And it gets heated quick, like a grease fire, but we're in boats, you know, so they can't swing at one another or nothing, so Tommy spits at him, hits him right in the eye. No! Oh, that's the God. So that's when Nikki draws his gun. But then Tommy draws his gun. There's a fucking standoff in international waters until the Coast Guard gets there. No, the Coast Guard? Fucking Coast Guard. So the next thing we know, we're back on land and Tommy's in jail. And Beale is set at $5,000. Just because Tommy got a little too excited overseeing this baby wheel. <laughs> that's a chunk of change. Sure is. And the worst part about it is that tomorrow is Tommy's ex-wife's sister's daughter's wedding. Ah, shit. <laughs> Yeah, he can't miss that. Exactly. So what are we going to do? Well, I talked to Tuffy Lamonti, and he found Petey a fight. Oh, who's he fighting? DeAndre Smashmouth Junkin. Ooh! Ricky, that dude's got yeah, like 25 yeah, pounds yeah. on Petey! I know, but it's the only fight he could get on short notice. The guy Duncan was supposed to fight came down with a wicked case of gout. Oh. All of a sudden, they're just letting Petey step in. So unless you guys got $5,000 in the round... Ah, Petey's got it in the bag. They don't call him the pride of Rex. For nothing. Bobby, who the fuck calls him the pride of Roxbury? He's two and seventeen. Hey, Darcy, 
Watch your fucking mouth. Kiss my ass. Hey, hey, either way, win or lose. Probably lose. Yeah, well, win or lose, the purse is enough to cover Tommy's beer. Win the match. Uh, starts in like half an hour, so we should probably get going. Well, who's gonna watch the bar? Yeah, whatever, I'll just change the answering machine. Record your message at the beep. beep. Hey, you reached O'Connell's. We're closed for like the next couple of hours to go watch our brother PD Boxer guy back at like 10. Beep. Perfect, let's go. In a locker room or whatnot. In a boxing arena or something. Petey! You've got this in the bag, kid! I don't know, Mickey. Hey, He's big. Riddle me this. Who was the guy who narrowly beat a guy I don't remember the name of in a judge's decision something like five years ago? That was me. Damn right that was you, kid. And riddle me this. Who was the guy who won another match because that other guy I don't remember the name of slipped, causing the ref to invoke the three-knockdown TKO rule? That was me. Damn right it was you! <laughs> So, you get out there and you show them why P.D. Pete Rock O'Connell is sometimes referred to as the Pride of Roxbury in very specific circles. Uh, is this a bad time? Come on in, Manny. Here, why don't you tape him up? I'll leave you twos alone. I didn't think you were coming. Well, if I'm not in your corner, I don't know who else will be. Here, give me your hands. Ah, uh, come on, don't worry. I'm gonna be okay out there. Petey, you say that every fight. And it's been true every time, hasn't it? All it takes is one time, Petey. One time, and I could be standing in the rain watching my husband being lowered into the hole in the ground. Why do you always assume that it rains at funerals? We've been to a number of funerals together where the weather has always been fucking gorgeous. You know what I mean, Petey. You know you shouldn't be fighting this guy. He's too big. You always get roped into doing these dangerous fights and it's always because of Tommy. Oh, not this again. Not now. Then when? When do we get to talk about it? What do you want me to do? He's my brother. He's using you, Petey. They're all using you. Don't you talk about my family, Manny. I swear to God. Come on, open your eyes, Petey. Tommy has a problem. You have to see that. What? Alcoholism? No. Littering. Ah, you're crazy. He's a litterer, Petey. He's always going to be a litterer. He's family. I don't care if he's family. Yeah, you of have... course you don't care. You don't even have a family. Okay, well, that should do it. You're all taped up. You have a good fight. Ah, uh, Manny, I'm... I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know that your whole family was killed by a rabid pack of capybaras right in front of you and you had to flee to America as a child. <laughs> what I said just then was insensitive. And I'm sorry. Thank you. You just be safe out there, all right? I will. I promise, okay? Petey, it's time. Let's get out there and show them what you're made of. Or even better, get out there and show them what you've always wished you were made of. Good luck. I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, what a night for boxing. In one corner, in stunning red-white trunks that really show off his beautiful thigh muscles. Weighing in at 183 pounds, DeAndre Smashmouth Duncan. And in the other corner, wearing something that probably used to be the color blue, weighing in at 158 pounds, Petey Pete Rock O'Connell. Oh, looks like the crowd has a favorite, and it's certainly not Petey O'Connell. I'm also not quite sure how these two boxers are even allowed to fight one another due to their severe differences in weight. All right, Petey. He's gonna come out swinging. You need to play coy with him for the first couple rounds. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, no, not really. Good, just watch out for that white hook. It's a fucking lizard king. What? Now go get him! 
Gentlemen, let's have a good, clean fight. Touch gloves. And good luck. And here we go. Duncan and O'Connell meet in the middle of the ring. They're sizing each other up. Duncan unleashes a barrage of blows to the body. O'Connell retreats to the ropes. Oh, he's getting killed out there. Get out of there, Petey. You gotta move, son. Move. Oh. Oh, me, oh, my, oh, Duncan with a thunderous right hook to the face-o. O'Connell is struggling to stay up. Just stay down, Petey, please. Just go down. Miraculously, O'Connell is still on his feet. Go down, Petey. Way to hang in there, Petey. Oh! Pour me a cold one and put it in a glass. That was a colossal crack to the cranium, and Pete Rock O'Connell is on the mat. One! Get up, Petey! Two! Please, God, please just stay down. Petey O'Connell is struggling to get back up on his feet. Six! But he just can't seem to find his footing. Eight! Nine! And that's all she wrote, folks. DeAndre Smash Mouth Duncan emerges victorious in a short and terribly unimpressive contest. Yeah, fuck. Well, we can't win them all. Or anyway, even close to half. Yeah, yeah. we should probably just go back to the bar, gug a couple of beers. Oh, eh? yeah, all right, I'll gug. Good. Hey, Manny, you coming? No, I'm going home. Oh, all right, then. Suit yourself. When you're gugging on a couple of cold ones, why not gug on a bent pedal beer? It's been scientifically proven to have the smoothest gug around by scientists. Bent pedal beer. Why gug on anything else? And now, back to the show. <laughs> In an office. An elongated circular-ish office or whatnot. Are you busy, sir? I'd like to have a word. Uh, give me a second. I'm about 125 characters into a real masterpiece. <laughs> Getting down to the finish line now, and I gotta stay focused. Amy, how many exclamation points are too many? Sir, I... Trick question. The answer is there is no amount that are too many. Just about done, and done. So, what can I do for you? Sir, with the Mueller investigation? That's not a thing. No, it is a thing, sir. I don't know. I'll have my people check into it. Sir, I am the people you are referring to. If you say so. Sir, I think it's time to get ahead of the media on this one, and we really... The media doesn't exist. It's a Blair Witch Hunt. That's not even... That's not even a coherent thought stream, sir. And you know the media does exist. You tweet about it all of the that time. That reminds me, when was my last tweet? Literally 30 seconds ago. I'm gonna start constructing my next tweet in my head while we're talking. I'm a multitasker, the best multitasker. Damn it, sir! Well, Just... you know, I'll be damned. It must be important. Women don't usually raise their voices to me until I'm actively grabbing them by the pussy. Allegedly, allegedly. Sir, sir. That aside, for now, I think it's important that we address the Mueller investigation and this Russian meddling head-on. Let's no. be transparent. Don't feel right. Well, no. at least can you stop throwing America under the bus in international press conferences, especially after just having met with Putin? Don't understand the question, sir. Sir, the American people deserve to have some clarification and peace of mind. Ooh, better idea, great idea, best idea, wait for it. Boxing match. What? Boxing match between Russia and America. America will win. We'll look super strong. Everyone will forget about Russia. Sir, people are not going to forget about Russia. Let's get a scrappy American underdog to fight their best Russian boxer. We'll do a rally. I do not think we need any more rallies. And we'll do it at Washington Square Garden. <laughs> Sir, I don't know that Washington Square Garden exists. Are you talking about Madison Square Garden? Yeah. I'm sure that they named a square garden after a guy that wasn't even president. It was named after... 
Dr. James Madison, the fourth president. So I want you to make this your number one priority. Find me two boxers, set it up, do other legwork, and I'll take credit if it goes well. Sir, it sounds like what you're asking me to do is play out the plot of Rocky IV in real life. Mm, exactly. Sir, that is a dramatic motion picture. There's no way to ensure that we can make that scenario unfold in real you know, life. I have other things I need to attend to now. You can go. Sir, this meeting has just started. I need to give you an entire briefing. No, no, not right now. I need to watch pornography. I already know which DVD I want to put in. Hey. I've been thinking about it this entire conversation, and I've watched it so many times, I know exactly what's going to happen. I could almost just play it in my head, but I wouldn't be able to get an erection because I don't have absolutely any imagination. Sir, I really don't ever... You know, you know what? Just just get me some boxers. Yes, sir. And also two fighters. Oh, yes, sir. And you could stand to lose a couple of pounds, just saying. Back at O'Connell's bar and whatnot. A couple of days later, perhaps. I survived Tommy, right? He's all hung over from this wedding. He calls me up and he's like, hey, you want to go to the zoo? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it, sure. So me and Tommy, we go over to the zoo and he's gugging hot on this 2012 Chablis. And we're at the zoo path or whatever, and you know, we take a left and boom, we see this fucking baby giraffe. Ah, oh, the one that's been in the news. Exactly. So, you know, we're a little 2012 Chablis drunk, and Tommy gets so fucking excited, he just throws the bottle of Chablis in the fucking giraffe habitat. Uh. <laughs> Fucking Tommy. Tommy. Right? So next thing we know, this golf cart is just riding up on us hard. Turns out it's a fucking zoo's security golf cart. No! Right? So things go sour quick, because Tommy's just running his mouth off, and the security guard ends up tasing him. No! I know, but it's not like this is Tommy's first taser rodeo, you know, so he doesn't even go down. He just rips those taser needles out of his chest, whips them back at the security guard. Now Tommy sure knows how to throw some darts, Yeah, eh? Bali, <laughs> champ three is running. Yeah. So then the security guard goes down, he starts switching on the zoo path, and the cops get called. No! You'll never guess who the cop was. Well, who was it? Nikki Little Dicky O'Doyle. No! Uh, time I kicked him in the ball so hard that he couldn't come to school the next day. And while he was writhing on the sidewalk, I ran in and stole his new Mario Brothers because we lost the other one we stole. <laughs> yeah. So they start screaming at each other and it just gets out of hand. They're up in each other's faces like it's fucking John Farrell yelling at the umpire in game four. Go socks. And then Tommy pushes Nikki down who ends up tripping over the little zoo path. And then so Nikki's on his back and he draws his gun. Then of course Tommy draws his gun. So there's a fucking standoff right in front of the giraffe habitat until half of the Boston police force gets there. No! Right? So now Tommy's in jail, and his bill is set at $8,000, all because he got excited about seeing this baby giraffe. 8000 That's a chunk of change. Sure is. Worst part about it is that tomorrow is Tommy's mistress's grandmother's neighbor's funeral, and he can't yeah, miss that. Yeah, he can't miss that. Exactly. No, so what are we going to do? Well, I already contacted Tuffy Lamonte. He found another last-minute fight for Petey. Who's he fighting? Big coked up Bill Davis. Ooh. Why you no. shitting me? That dude has 32 pounds on Pete. Hey. And you know why they call him Big Coked Up Bill Davis, don't you? Yeah, because he's fucking big and he's coked up all the time. Exactly. Hey, look, I know it's not my first choice, all right? But unless you guys got $8,000 well, in the round, that's yeah. in like half an hour. Well, we better get over there. Well, who's going to watch the bar? Ah, uh, what's the name of that dishwasher kid? Ah, uh, Brooks. Call him up. <laughs> Ask Brooks. Ask him anything you want about stuff But keep in mind he has a doctorate in theoretical physics If that helps refine your topic, ask Brooks Ask Brooks! Hello? Brooks! 
you come watch the bar for a couple hours? Petey's got a fight. Sure. Great. <laughs> Ask Brooks. Back in that locker room or whatever, at a boxing arena, or uh, I guess. All right, Petey. You really need to focus up here, kid. Big coked up Bill Davis has got one hell of a right arm, and a hell of a left arm, for that matter. Frankly, I suggest you just run around in circles until the referee disqualifies you. I can do it, Mickey. I can beat this guy. That's the spirit, you naive, weak, feckless bastard. Uh, am I interrupting? Come on in, Manny. I was just about to go smoke a jay. Why don't you tape him up for me? I, uh, I thought you weren't coming. Well, if you're going down, I'm going down with you. But Petey... Don't even say but it. But he did it again. Look, Tommy has a problem. He needs help. Look, Tommy might get a little excited now and again, but... He's a litterbug, Petey. Don't you say that about my brother. He's no fucking litterbug. Then tell me, what would you call it? I can't be thinking about this right now. I gotta prepare. Fine. You just be careful out there. You're all taped up. Time to go, Petey! Look, I love you. Yeah. I love you too. What a night for boxing, a fracas of fisticuffs, a party of punching people in the face. Quite a matchup this evening. In one corner, in the green and white shorts that shows off his ass in a very pleasing manner, big coked up Bill Davis. <laughs> and in the other corner, wearing what I would have to surmise is an apron found at an Applebee's dumpster and hastily fashioned into a garment meant to pass for professional boxing uniform, Petey Pete Rock O'Connell. And once again, the crowd is clearly not feeling a lot of love for Petey O'Connell, a boxer who has proven time and again that he's not good at doing the job he continues to do. And yet here we are. On a side note, I'm not entirely sure why the Boxing Federation continues to let a boxer named Big Coked Up Bill Davis continue to fight. It seems fairly obvious that he's using illegal substances. 30 seconds. Petey, just remember to watch for the right and the left and every other thing that he does. He's a vastly superior boxer. You hear what I'm saying to you, Petey? Yeah, I mean, I, I hear it, but it's not super helpful, though. You're the mother of dragons, Petey. What? The mother of dragons! Boxers to the center, touch gloves. Have a clean fight, protect yourselves at all times. Now, box! Davis comes out strong. Oh no, a rabbi and a priest just walked into a bar and that was one hell of a punchline. I have absolutely no idea what to yell at you, Petey. He's better than you in every way. Hang in there, Petey! Davis is working O'Connell's body like I wish he was working my body sexually. Oh, two huge hits to O'Connell. He's gotta be hurting. Go down, Petey. Just go down. Davis is just clowning now, goading O'Connell to come back to the middle of the ring. Knock it off, you showboat! O'Connell right, takes the bait. Bro. He makes a strong move forward, takes a big swing, and Davis ducks it. Now a series of funny shots from Davis. Oh, and a huge uppercut sends O'Connell to the floor. Get up, Petey! Stay down, please stay down. One, two... Petey's trying to get up. Three... Four. And he's up. Yeah, Petey! But he stumbles and is back down on the mat. That's it. I'm calling it. Fight's over. And the referee has stepped in and stopped the match. And that's all she wrote, folks. 
after another unsatisfying and altogether too brief physical exchange. Looks like I'm going to have to find a bar where no one knows my name and masturbate in the bathroom. <laughs> Good luck, Petey. Hey, Manny, uh, we'll be back at the bar. Why don't you go uh, come some gugs and beers with us? No, thanks, I'll pass. Yeah, sue yourself. Bobby, Darcy, let's go. Okay. All right. Nothing says American dream like the Duluth Coffee Company. There's not a jingle. Shit. <laughs> Nothing says the American dream like Duluth Coffee Company. There's not a single thing that does. Not one single thing. Duluth Coffee, it says the American dream and crushes it. And now, back to the show. In that office again, that cornerless office. Come in. Good morning, sir. There are a number of national security issues that I need hey, to Hey, how's that boxing situation coming along? Yes, I have some updates on the boxing situation as well, but really... Great, let's start with that. Okay, well, I just... Hold on, be quiet. I think I finally understand the punchline of a great joke I heard the other day. Sir, there are a number of extremely pressing matters... Willy Wonka, that... Anderson Cooper, and a shithole country immigrant are trapped in a mine. Sir, that is extremely offensive. Well, I, I, I seem to be getting away with it, so... I don't want to hear Clean it. coal. I don't want to hear it, sir. Y you know what? I'll just skip to the end then. The punchline is, I didn't say coal worker, I said fudge packer. You are the worst person in the world. And then he farts. I know you don't even hear me. You know what? I still don't think I get this joke. Yeah? Yeah, so probably where not. are we with this boxing thing? Well, sir, okay, I think our best bet is to go with Daniel Jacobs. He's 34 and 2, he's from Brooklyn, and he's the second ranked middleweight boxer in the world. No, I already don't like it. Why? We need an underdog, a scrapper, someone who has no right to win but wins anyway because of pure American determination. Sir, there is no guarantee that we can find a person like that. And I want him to train in a barn with buckets with rocks in them and an ox yoke. <laughs> sir, that seems really ill-conceived. I, I didn't even know that oxes laid eggs. Oxen! What? Sir, oxen is the plural. I don't even know how they train with ox yokes. I've only heard about it. I think they crack them in, in, into a glass and then they drink them straight. I don't even know where to begin. You'll probably need a big glass. Find a big glass. I need the biggest glass. The ox is a mammal, sir. It's kind of like a cow. It doesn't lay eggs. No, that doesn't sound right. Put a team together and get to the bottom of it. Sir, I don't even know who works here anymore. The turnover rate has been unprecedented. All we'll need from, uh, you know what? We'll need this guy to fight the best Russian boxer there is. Let's put Putin on the phone right now. He'll know. Sir, the boxer you're referring to is Kazimir Kabul. Louis Kozlov, otherwise known as the Gremlin from the Kremlin. Ooh, he sounds great. He is great, sir. He's 83 and 0 with 83 knockouts, and he's killed 78 people in the ring. He's the best boxer in the world. Ooh, perfect. No, sir, it is not. No, just find me an unknown boxer who we can train to be the best in the whole world in two weeks and doesn't mind drinking ox eggs. Sir, please! That'll be all for now. I need to see if I can eat a cheeseburger without using my hands. Sir, I need you to listen to reason on this. I'm diving in. Here I go. Yep, I think I got this under control. Oh, good. Hi, <laughs> right, so they're me and Tommy. 
We're just hanging out on the porch, right? It's the day after his mistress's grandmother's neighbor's funeral, and he's feeling pretty down. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, so we're just gugging hard on this bottle of Chateau Lafitte Rothschild 89. Ooh, that's a good gug. One of the best. So we're getting a little, you know, Rothschild 89 drunk, and Tommy says, let's go down to the park, feed some pigeons. Sure, nothing wrong with throwing some bread at some birds. Exactly. So we get down there, we're gugging on some Chateau Lafitte 89, chucking some bird bread, and we turn around, yeah. right? We see a fucking baby pigeon. No! I don't even think anyone's ever seen a baby pigeon. People don't even know they exist. Right? So we're just staring at this baby pigeon. And we both just get real quiet. And then Tommy just loses it. Starts jumping up and down. And he gets so fucking wicked excited, he throws the bottle of Chateau 89 in the air and... Yeah, yeah, what? It hits a fucking cop. No! And you'll never guess who the cop was. Who? Nicky Lil Dicky O'Doyle. No! Remember when his dog died and we found it before he did and we stuffed it in his school locker? And he was so messed up about it, he had to start seeing a counselor three times yeah. a week. And when he was gone at the counselor, we'd just climb in his window and play his Mario Brothers in his bedroom. Yeah, that was wicked awesome. So yeah. anyways, you can imagine, all this boils over in a matter of seconds. Yeah. Nicky draws his gun, Tommy draws his gun, and then there's fucking standing. Ah, Tommy, you crazy bastard. But it gets even worse, right? Because right at that moment, when they're pointing their guns at each other, a car backfires up the street. No! So Nicky, assuming it's a gunshot, fires, hits Tommy in the leg. No! Right? So Tommy goes down, and while he's on his back, he just starts fucking firing his gun straight up into the air for no reason. Oh, probably because he's Rothschild 89 drunk. Yeah, yeah, probably. So what happens? Well, then the National Guard gets called, and they take Tommy into custody. No! And at the court hearing, the judge was all like, you hit a cop, you're going in. And Tommy was like, yeah, but I hit him with a bottle of Chateau Lafitte Rothschild 89, because, you know, he was thinking it would score him a couple of points. Yeah, so? Judge wouldn't even budge, nah. not an inch. So Tommy's in jail with his bill set at $25 million. No! no! That's a big chunk of change. Oh, Charez. Worst part is... 15 days from now, it's his landlord's nephew's first communion. Well, he can't, well, can't miss, miss that. that! That's what I'm saying. So what are we gonna do? Well, I don't know. You know, Petey would have to fight every day for the next 14 years to make that kind of scratch. Man, we need a fucking miracle. Oh, you could say that again. Miracle. O'Connells. What, 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 what? What? Fucking kidding me. Who is it, Ricky? Now, give me a second. I'm on the phone. <laughs> well, well, wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck is Washington Square Garden? <laughs> Kablooey Kozlov. Wait, wait, wait. What the hell did I'm you just say? I'm on the phone! Now piss off! <laughs> all right, all right. Look, I, I'll call you tomorrow. What was that all about? Yeah. They want to pay Petey $50 million to fight... Casimir Kablooey Kozlov at Washington Square Garden. What? No! Uh, wait, what the fuck is Washington Square Garden? In an apartment. Petey and Manny's apartment or whatnot. Petey here. $25 million? What's going on, Petey? What the, what the hell did he do? Well, a, a baby pigeon. I mean, you can't blame Tommy for that. Ricky, so help me if this is about another Manny, I'm on the phone here! <laughs> Excuse me, are you fucking with me, Ricky? Fifty million dollars? <laughs> well, who would I be fighting? Damn you to hell, Ricky! Who? <laughs> Wait. The gremlin from the Kremlin? You've got to be kidding That's me. That's it. 
That's the last straw. I am going down to O'Connell's. Ah, oh, Manny, wait! When you're angrily walking to your husband's family's bar to confront them about what you perceive to be an opportunistic misuse of family ties, why not listen to a podcast? This podcast. Take it with you. The podcast you're listening to right now. Continue listening, no matter how angry you are. And now, back to the show. At the bar that the O'Connell's own and stuff. All right, so I visited Sammy and Jill this morning, and he had obviously been gugging hard on some toilet wine because he now had Now you listen to bread. me, you son of a bitch. Manny, good to see ya. Hey, Bobby, grab Manny a beer. I don't want a beer. Nah, sure yeah. you do. No, I don't. Back I am back. here come to talk. Come on, you come to a bar and you're not even gonna have come a beer? Back. Fucking rude. Fine, if it'll shut you up. That's the spirit. Yeah. Ah, so there what's going go. on, Manny? What's going on? Is it true that you're trying to set Petey up with a fight with Kablooey Kosloff? Manny, it's a $50 million guarantee, and we only need $25 million to get Tommy out on I bail. I don't give a fuck about Tommy. Whoa! Oh! Hey, that's my brother! Come don't on. you talk that way about my brother! I don't care who he is. I've never even met him. He's always in jail. <laughs> yeah, fucking Tommy. Yeah, fucking Tommy Look, is right. I love Petey, and I love him because of his heart and his loyalty, and he will do anything for this family. But I can't sit by any longer and watch you abuse him. Whoa! What the fuck are you talking about? You know he shouldn't be taking these fights. Yeah, why not? Because... Because he's not a good boxer. Whoa! Hey, you get out of here with that kind of talk! Darcy? Yeah, what? You know he's not that good. I've heard you say it a thousand times. Yeah? But I can say that because I'm family! I'm family too! Yeah, fucking right you are! You make better manicotti than my own mother, you gay Mexican bastard! Yeah. Damn right! That manicotti is on par. Yeah, it In is. fact, I'd say it even fucking raises the bar! High five! Look, I don't care about the money. Sure, it would be nice to have that for our kids, but I don't think it's gonna whoa, be whoa, worth it. Whoa, whoa, wait! What? Kids? Oh. I, what the fuck's going on, Manny? I, I, ah, shit. Look, Petey and I have been looking into adopting, and I think it's going to go through. <laughs> just, just hold on. I'm waiting for the final confirmation, and I don't want to tell Petey until I know for sure. But I should know in the next week. Well, this calls for a celebration. Let's gog on some John Perignon 98. Open it up. Wait, how is it that you are able to afford all of this terribly expensive alcohol, but can never afford yeah! the value? <laughs> Cheers! Cheers. All right, look, if, and I mean if we go through with this fight, it's the last time, you hear me? Oh, you got it. I'm not going to let Tommy's littering rip this family apart. Hey, don't you dare call my brother a litterbug. Darcy, come on, you know he is. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I gotta know. It's okay, we'll give him help, Darcy. Okay. (laughs) Look. All right, if, if all Petey has to do is get in the ring for a couple of seconds and we walk away with 50 millions, let's just have him go down on the first punch and we all walk out ahead, okay? Well, it's not quite that simple. What do you mean? Ah, uh, stipulation is that Petey has to stay up for three rounds. Ah, oh, shit. Also, if Petey wins, he becomes Secretary of State. What? <laughs> he what? Yeah, I don't know. Our president's a fucking idiot. I, I... Yeah. Well, hey, 
if, uh, if, uh, yeah, we can clap to that. I mean, uh, hey, if there's anyone who can do it, it's Petey. Well, I don't know if that's true. Shut it, Bobby. Manny, what do you think? I think Petey needs to train his balls off. Come in. Sir, uh, Nicholas Maduro has issued a statement. W what's going on with the boxing match? Sir, there are much more pressing matters at the moment. Boxing. Sir. Box. But. Box, 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 Fine, box, box. yes! We have found a challenger for Kozlov. Box. Okay, look, his name is Petey Pete Rock O'Connell. He's two and 19, and frankly, he's the only person out of the hundreds of people we approached about this that actually agreed to do it. Uh, he sounds amazing. He's not, I don't know if you heard me, but he's two and 19. You know, I don't like the nickname Pete Rock, though. Let's call him the American Dream. Ugh, sure, fine. Petey, the American Dream O'Connell has a ring to it. Sure. O'Connell, sounds Irish. Is he an immigrant? I'm sure his family was, as is every single white person who lives in the United States. So this guy's white, that's good. That was my next question. The only reason I keep this job is because I love this country. You are a monster. The only word I heard of that sentence was country. Alex. Play Honky Tonk Ba Donkey Kong by Tracy Chapman. I agree with you, Amy. He's a fucking monster. Also, my name is Alexa. It's the nightly news. Get ready to be disappointed. We're just one week away from what the president is calling the fight for the universe, which However you think about it, makes little sense. He has also issued an executive order demanding that Madison Square Garden be renamed Washington Square Garden so it can be, quote, named after a president and not just a town in Wisconsin. <laughs> Kazimir Kablui Kozlov is, of course, the favorite in this matchup over Petey the American Dream O'Connell with Las Vegas odds at 10,000 to 1, the worst odds of anything ever. <laughs> Here is a clip from the press conference from earlier today. Puny American, your arrogance will be your downfall. I will destroy you. Don't you dare talk about my brother that way, you small dick bastard. Prick! And although the outcome of this fight is all but predetermined, it's still happening, folks. So get ready for a show of epic proportions. Yeah. Hey, come on now, turn that crap off. After the break, what is gelato, and why are we all so crazy about it? <laughs> ah, screw them, they don't know what they're talking about. Let's get back to work. Manny, cue up the video again. Can't we just watch these on a computer? We've already spent like $2,000 converting all these YouTube clips to tape. No, no, we have to watch it on this old reel-to-reel -reel projector. That's how you watch boxing video, damn it. <sighs> Fine. I'm grabbing a beer. Anybody want one? Oh, oh yeah, I hear yeah, 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 okay. Petey, pay attention. This may very well save your life. Okay, Mickey. God damn, that's a good gog. <laughs> oh, get me another! Yeah, I'm ready. I want another one. Anybody yeah, else? Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, Give me three more. It seems like we've been wasting an awful lot of time gugging beers and converting digital media to analog. It's all part of the process. <laughs> Roll the tape! All right, now uh, just watch. 
Kozlov comes out with a hard left. Oh! Yeah, sends him back to the ropes, and it's basically all over at this point. He can't escape. Poor kid is just getting pummeled. You can't get trapped like that, Petey. You gotta keep moving. You hear me, Petey? Yeah, I hear you, Mickey. Then, out of nowhere, Kozlov just lets him up. Right here. See? Did you see that, Petey? Yeah, Mickey, I'm fucking watching it. Kozlov just backs away for a second and watches. That's when the kill shot happens. The kid stumbles. He could have just gone down, but he tries to stay up, and here it comes! Oh! Oh! That's all it took, Petey. Oh. Petey! That's all it took! Holy God, I hear you, Mickey. I'm right here. My God, that was brutal. The autopsy said part of his brain literally shot out of his nose. Then he stopped the film. Oh, gladly. Petey, I... I don't know about this anymore. Are you kidding me? Fifty million dollars for three fucking rounds. Petey's got this in the bag. He just needs training. We'll stop right after I go on three or four more peers. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. come yeah, me in. Give fly. me a couple more, too. Gonna train Petey. Only way that we know how. All right, training time. Stuff the turkey. Stuff it. Get your fists right gotta, up that turkey. We gotta train Petey. Any way that we know how. Butter is bread. Butter it. No, not margarine. Butter. Butter it hard. We gotta train Petey. Any way that we know how. Blaze that ham. Several layers. Make it from scratch from your mother's recipe. Gotta train Petey. Any way that we know how. No, I probably should have had lunch before we started this. Oh, so hungry. Probably good enough. You know what? That's probably good enough. At that office, the roundish one, where we're supposed to believe that thoughtful decisions are being made. And stuff. Come in. Sir, there's an armed militia in Utah that has barricaded the themselves- The boxing matches tonight at Washington Square Garden. I am very excited to watch it. Sir, there is an armed militia- you know, I'm very excited about Petey, the American Dream O'Connell. He's the real deal. Sir, he's going to get destroyed. I- you- you know what? It doesn't matter. There are very pressing issues that need to be addressed. Not only the militia in Utah, but a viral outbreak in Guatemala. Amy, I have a good feeling about the American dream. He seems great. Very good. Great. Super. He's not, sir. I've told you this dozens of times. He's a terrible boxer. How many Oreos do you think I could fit in my mouth? Like seven? I really don't. Ooh, eight. Eight. I Let's don't try eight. fucking know, and I don't give a flying fuck. There are people suffering in this country. No, I, I don't have any more time for this today. I have to corral a number of ferrets for a top secret thing I've been working on with some top people. You don't know them. I don't want to give it away, but it involves a number of ferrets, and they're very, very good, and I lost my train of thought. But that's okay, because I have a whole lot of trains, and they're amazing, and steam, and coal, and going fast, and Kim Kardashian will solve prison reform. And all those ferrets are probably involved, and someone I don't totally remember will. Amy, where are you going? <laughs> and here we are at the irrelevant.
radically named Washington Square Garden awaiting what has been unfortunately called the fight for the universe. And yes, we're all pondering the same question. What in God's name has led us to this moment that will certainly be remembered as one of the most shameful points in modern American history? To the locker room and such which. Petey, all you gotta do is make it three rounds. Three rounds! Yeah, I know, God. All right, I'll tape you up. Come in! Is this a good time? Manny, come on in. I was just leaving. Why on earth would you be leaving? You're my coach! I'm leaving! <sighs> Fine. Manny, tape him up. I gotta go gug on some Robotussin. Yeah, uh, didn't think you would come. How could I not? You're the boxer of my heart. What does that mean? I... I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, God. Petey. Petey, you don't have to do this. Ah, oh, boo. Listen to me. I can go three rounds. And then I'm done, I promise. I believe in you. I just... I have something I have to tell you. Come on, what is it? Time to go, Petey! You're the fucking American dream! Manny, what did you want to tell me? I can, it can wait. You be safe out there. I love you. I love you more. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of tongue. Come on, this Roby is gonna kick in sooner than you'd think. We are here at a packed Washington Square Garden as we await the entrance of these two terribly mismatched opponents. I'm getting word now that... Yes, Kazimir Kablui Kozlov, otherwise known as the Gremlin from the Kremlin, is entering the arena. Looking very sure of himself, strutting and dancing in his red shorts, really letting his genitals fly if you happen to be staring right at them like I am. Fuck you, you He's entering the ring now. And the crowd is not happy about this. Oh, and now entering the arena, Petey O'Connell, the American Dream. All right, look, kid. This is the shot. It's the dream. It's the rat in the hole with the hot dog that's made out of toast. And that toast was burnt for you personally by the fucking Pope, Petey. Mickey, you're fucking tripping on cough syrup. You're the American toast rat, Petey. You're a toast rat. Boxers to the middle. And the referee is calling the boxers to the middle of the ring. We're about to get this thing underway. I will destroy you. Ah, fuck your mother. Hey! All right, clean it up. Let's have a good fight. Touch gloves. Good luck. Now punch. And Kozlov comes out strong.
Kozlov has O'Connell on the ropes. He's still standing, but has truly taken a beating. And at this point, O'Connell is just hoping for the bell. And there it is. The American Dream is looking haggard as both of these prepossessing pugilists prance back to their respective corners as I openly ogle their muscular backs. You're looking good, Petey. Looking real good. Thanks, Mick. I lost track of time and distance, and I'm pretty sure I want to kiss you on the mouth. Ah, it's the cough syrup, Mick. Ah, fuck. You're probably right. Here's some coffee, Petey. I don't want any fucking coffee, Mick. Ten seconds! You get out there and show them what it means to be a nurse practitioner uh, in the state of Maryland. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're fucking high, Mickey. Your chin looks like a government building I once saw as a child. Are you hearing me, Petey? God, I'm fucking hearing you, Mickey. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for round two. We didn't even expect Petey the American Dream O'Connell to get this far. Let's see what shakes out. Fight! Kozlov comes out with a new and frightening determination, landing punch after punch. How on earth will O'Connell channel the determination to get through this brutal onslaught? If it were me, I might sing a song to myself that gets me supercharged up, and with any luck, leaves me with a stiff erection.
Just a few seconds left in the second round. The American Dream has been cornered and is receiving blow after blow. And that's the end of... Oh! Oh! A late blow from Kozlov puts O'Connell on the mat. The crowd is not happy about that. O'Connell gets back up but is visibly shaken as both fighters return to their corners. Come on, kid. You got this. Just like I got the power to see time as a visual representation of our vanishing selves. Yo, is it just me or is Mickey fucking losing it? Yeah, he seems pretty fucking gugged up on Roby. Yeah, he fucking does. Um, I, I think I might be able to help. Who the fuck's this guy? I'm, I'm Brooks. I work at your bar. You invited me to come with you tonight. Yeah, uh, uh, it doesn't ring a bell. I don't know. We, yeah. we all came here together. You bought me the ticket. If you fucking say so. I'm confused. Who the fuck is this guy again? Look, I, I think I can help Petey. How? Guys, I'm a physics major at MIT. What? Looks like we got a, like, a goodwill hunting situation on our hands. Yeah. No, I, I told you when you hired me that I was a student. I'm gonna fucking call you Matt Damon from now on. Yeah. That's a good idea. It's got legs. Yeah. Just let me go and talk to Petey, okay? You do you, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. A small Matt amount of the Damon. crowd has started chanting the name of the film actor Matt Damon as someone who is obviously not Matt Damon approaches the corner of Petey O'Connell. Petey, I think you just might have a shot at this. Listen to me. Ask Brooks. 30 seconds? Brooksy, we don't have time for repetitive theme songs here. Oh. Okay, so, so here's what you gotta do. The ropes on the sides of a boxing ring, they're pulled really taut, right? Yeah. They're under a lot of tension, and when you push or pull a rope that's under a lot of tension, it'll push or pull back in the opposite direction, right? Toward its resting position. Yeah, sure. Now that's what you call a restoring force. That's what I call a restoring force. Not now, Mickey. Now, now let's say we find somebody we know who's working security or something. We buy him a couple of bent paddles to gug on, and we get him to put some kind of adhesive on a section of the ropes. I love it. You shut it, Mick. You're going to push Kozlov against the ropes, and he'll stick to him. So now when you punch him, he'll just oscillate back and forth like an air freshener hanging from a rearview mirror. I use vanilla. Do you hear me, Pity? Vanilla! You're fucking high, Mickey. Now, you can take advantage of that. I mean, sure, he's gonna put his gloves up and defend himself, but if you keep landing punches at just the right frequency, what we call the resonant frequency of the system, <laughs> you can keep delivering more and more energy to the guy, even if he blocks those punches, and you make him oscillate back and forth on the ropes more and more violently until he gets sick or disoriented or lets his guard down. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Then you let him have it. Let him have it, Petey! It's like, you know, when Tommy's on a swing in the park and he's gugging on some Glenfiddich 18 year and he's <laughs> pumping with his legs at just the right frequency to make himself go higher and higher until he falls off and starts screaming. Oh, yeah. Sure. Or like when Kesha hits that high note in praying and the. S <laughs> I know, right? And the sound wave is just at the right frequency to make a wine glass vibrate back and forth more and more violently until it breaks. It's like that, except 
instead of Kesha breaking our collective hearts, you're gonna break some guy's face. Oh. <laughs> I can't get enough Kesha. I can't. Do you hear me, Petey? Kesha, can you hear me? Shut the fuck up, Mickey! You got it, Petey? I got it, Brooksy. Good luck out there. Let's win this thing. Just one more round. Just one more round. Well, it seems like Mad Damon over there knows what he's fucking talking about, so that's yeah, good. Really. Yeah, really. We're just about to start round three, and it looks like the guy who is very obviously not Matt Damon has brought some new life into Petey O'Connell. The American Dream looks as though he's shaken off the first two rounds, cleared out the cobwebs, and he is ready to fight. And here we go. Kozlov comes out strong, takes a swing, but O'Connell ducks it and... Florence Henderson, eat my ass. That is a huge hit from O'Connell, and Kozlov needs a moment to reset himself. No! Ah! Not at all, We tell you, Manny Petey's got it in the bag. Oh, just one more round. Please, just one more round, my love. Little wind and falling darkness. City screams and the dogs start barking. Remember when we used to find dark in homes in the dark? When shadows stretch and sirens whine, your words will catch and silence shine. We call out from our worried minds and answer with screaming hearts. Cause we all fall down sometimes. As we're running for our lives From the darkness to the light Just please don't stumble, not tonight Rather have a pocket pair and folded hands and silent prayers. Between God and luck, you'd swear there'd be a hopeful melody. We'd sing it through the subway doors, up the stairs through the corridor. How it echoes from the cold stone floors to the soft heat of the night, where we all fall down. Sometimes As we're running for our lives From the darkness to light Just please don't stumble Not tonight If I never got the chance to say Everything that I wanted to, baby I swear I might just let the devil run wild Be a falling star that burns I'd be a crash on a hairpin curve I'd be a tarantula dream And just a broken little child Cause we all fall down sometimes As we're running for 
darkness to the light and Just please don't stumble now three comes to a close, both fighters look a little worse for wear. And they retreat to their corners. Oh, oh fucking right. Here we go. I love you, Petey. Now just go down, go down on the first punch, Petey. Petey, the American dream, formerly Pete Rock O'Connell, has lasted longer than anyone would have thought. We could truly see a miracle here tonight, folks. Boxers up and box. Round four is underway. Kozlov charges out of the corner like a bull in heat and... Oh, oh, oh my, oh. someone framed this platinum record that is the biggest hit I've ever heard. O'Connell is on the ropes. In fact, his arms are over the top rope. He's, well, he, he's kind of tangled in the ropes and Kozlov is just beating the ever-loving crap out of him. Oh, the referee is trying to stop the fight, but... Kozlov oh! just punched the ref in the face. The ref is down and the Russian just continues to pummel O'Connell. No, stop! O'Connell is in serious trouble. He's tangled in the ropes. Kozlov takes a step back and assesses the situation and... to see that O'Connell is down and by the looks of it, some of his brain has been shot out of his nose. Back to that office. Yep. That one, I guess. Come in. Amy, I want you to get me one of those magic eye books where you cross your eyes and then you see a dinosaur. Sir, please tell me that you watched the boxing match uh, just the, now. The what now? The boxing match, sir? The one you specifically had me set up? Oh, no, I've been playing trivia on my phone and doing very poorly. Well, sir, the American Dream was killed in the fourth round. Mm, well, you know what, that's okay. We'll get a new American Dream. Sir, do you understand that I'm talking about an actual person, the boxer you put in the situation and nicknamed the American... You know what? Uh, I'll just come up with a new American dream right now, a better one. I've got it. It's called Space Force, and it will be amazing. We'll win at space and stars. America will own the stars. Fuck you! Don't forget about my magic eye, dinosaurs, Amy. Uh, she's gone. The nation mourns tonight for a pity Pete Rock O'Connell, the pride of Roxbury to some, the American dream to others, who was killed last night in the fourth round of boxing match at Washington Square Garden. There will be a vigil tonight in the city of Boston, and O'Connell's family has issued a statement saying, quote, light a candle for pity and gug, gug hard. That's what he would have wanted. Manny. Fuck, eh? I'm glad you came by. I'm so sorry. Here, uh, you just gog a beer with us, huh? I hate you, Ricky. And you, Darcy. And you, Bobby. And Tommy, who's in jail, by the way. I hate all of you. Yeah, I kind of hate me too right, right now. Right. What? Get it, eh? what am I going to do without Petey? What am I going to do with these, these kids? They're coming in a week. 
What the fuck do you mean? We'll put him in Little League. We'll take him to the zoo and shit. And we'll keep him away from Tommy as much as possible. Wait, I... Yeah. Manny, your fucking family. What'd you think was gonna happen? Yeah. I, I don't know. I... Where I, are these kids coming from, anyway? Syria. They're five and seven, a brother and sister. Wow! Hey, that's wicked wow. awesome. I, and I know I need help. I, I can't even imagine doing this alone. I, I think that's why I'm here today. I, I didn't think I was going to come. But I don't know that I can ever forgive you all for this. And, and the news, they keep calling Petey the American dream. And I'm going to lose my mind because I just can't wrap my mind around just the, the, the situation. Manny, that... Manny, fuck. Being a gay fucking Mexican widower with two adopted Syrian children who fucking hates his fourth generation Irish step family is the fucking American dream. <laughs> Now, can we have that $25 million to get Tommy out of jail? Because he's got this first communion to get to. Yeah. Look, why don't we gug on a couple of beers first? Yeah. I think Tommy can rot in there for a while. Don't you fucking talk about my brother that way! Yeah, watch your fucking hey, mouth! Hey, yeah, fucking man. both of you knock it off! A toast to boxing and the American dream and whatnot. And Petey, Pete Rock O'Connell. And a Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg! Yeah. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. Family is family, whether you're red, white, or blue. Even if you're magenta or a Jew. Muslim or an astronaut Or working at Applebee's It doesn't matter how you're praying As long as you're on your knees Let my last words be these We're all America Everybody is America Every single person in this whole fucking world is America Even if you're not free You're America See to shine and see You're America It's the place you just happen to be It's America Anyway, slice it chops and dices Though it may be made of plastic That's somebody else's crisis well, Out of sight, out of mind NASCAR taking up all my time I don't mean to brag But Dale Jr.'s neighbor's wife's brother Is a friend of mine Kissing my cousin is not a crime we're all America Everybody is America Every single person in this whole fucking world is America Even if you're not free You're America From sea to shine and sea You're America It's a place you just happen to be It's America America. Suck so fast you'll freak 
America Thinking on your feet That's America Unfortunately, America.
the summer, one early fall, just trying to find my little all in all. Hey folks, thanks so much for listening. Um, this time around, Take It With You is Blake Thomas, that's me, uh, Mary Fox, Matt Reilly, also playing the piano, and our music director, Zachary Stouffer, Ryan Nelson, Gracie Anderson, Nicholas Pascuzzi doing the, the Foley sound effects, Chris Wagner on the fiddle, Mary Gaines on the cello, Matt Mobley playing the bass, Corey Kaufman on drums, Nicholas Gosen is our sound engineer, and Kenzie McCollum is our stage manager. Uh, this episode was written by Blake Thomas. Again, that's me. Uh, story and editing assistance from Taylor C. Hayes, Matt Reilly, uh, Zachary Stouffer, and Mackenzie McCollum. All the songs were written by Matt Reilly and myself. Uh, and the, the show was edited, mixed, and mastered by Nick Gosen and myself. Um, and again, we could not do this without our incredible sponsors. So thank you again to Duluth Coffee Company, Sir Benedict's Tavern on the Lake, Beaner's Central Coffee House, Buzz Frenzy, Vista Fleet, uh, the Zeitgeist Center for the Arts, Chester Creek Dental, and uh, first and foremost, our amazing season sponsor, uh, Bent Paddle Brewing Company, who again, not only makes amazing beer, but supports our show and the arts in general, and we could not do this without them. Uh, so thank you uh, for listening, and please check us out online at takeitwithyou.org. We're also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. Um, and you know what? Uh, there's a stupid website that we made called guglife.org. So you can check that out as well. Um, and please uh, come back and listen to the next episode. We can't wait to see you. And um, thanks for being a part of this. We couldn't do it without you. Thanks. Thanks.